0: have not won a division title since 1993 but they are favored to win the nfc north in the 2023 season out to the kdus hotline we go we're now joining the sports on by tim Twentyman of the uh, of detroit lions.com and tim always good to have you of course the lions won eight of the last 10 games in 2022 as i mentioned they're favored to win the nfc north this season do we believe in the 2023 lions
1: Well, there's certainly a lot of excitement surrounding the team. And, and, you know, I think the biggest thing is, you mentioned it, the way they finished last year and, and, you know, the way some of the young guys, especially some of the rookies played and were catalysts behind, you know, that success. And and now going into year two, um, you know, those guys are, are core pieces, you know, as well as I do that, you know, players usually take that biggest jump from year one to year two. So there's a lot of excitement certainly around the team. And, and look when you look at the landscape the NFC North that's the first time in 30 years you don't have a Hall of Fame quarterback in, in Green Bay. Um you know <laughs> for, for the Detroit Lions to contend with between Brett Favre and, and Aaron Rodgers it's been a handful over the last 30 years and look Chicago's still a young team and and you know Minnesota I think was the benefited from a few bounces that went their way. Look kudos to them but you know I don't think they really helped themselves in terms of adding to the roster in the offseason so here you go with the Detroit Lions, a young football team, one of the youngest in the league. And, um, and with how they finished last season, certainly you look to them as, as being, you know, one of those teams that's going to be right there in the end for the NFC North title.
0: Okay. Yeah. Dan Campbell has the attention of America after hard knocks last year and all the energy <laughs> that he has with these press conferences. Are, are there actually moments when Campbell is like calm and like tries to muster up at the, the strength uh, to reboot basically?
1: No, I don't think there's there's ever a moment where Dan's down. You know, he you know he, he drinks his big old you know coffees in the morning. He's ready to roll. But you know, look, he's an intense guy, right? Um, you know, former player. He's he's a player's coach. He just loves everything about ball. You know, he loves um, you know this journey starting with the guys and every season and and you know helping guys get better. Um, and that's just Dan Campbell. And so no, he certainly. Um doesn't need anything to get motivated. Let's
0: just put it that way. <laughs> that would be true. Um, I want to start with uh, the player personnel talk, though, with the offensive line. Rarely do I do this, but they deserve it. Five first-round <laughs> picks from that group. They have depth in the offensive line. Nobody has that either. Is this the best offensive line in the league? And who stands out to you, somebody who watches them every day?
1: Yeah, it it is. I think it's Detroit and Philadelphia when you talk about the two best offensive mm-hmm. lines in football. Um and and you know, one guy that, that stands out is, is already Penny Sewell. You know, the first round pick from a couple of years ago. Penny Sewell's going into his third season. He was uh, you know, he's already a pro bowler. He earned that last year. Bobby's twenty two years old. I mean the guy just turned twenty one yeah. <laughs> you, know, you know, during yeah. his second season. I mean he's still so young, but I think pound for pound, he is probably the best athlete on this entire Lions football team. Um, he's that strong, that quick. Um, you know, obviously he plays right tackle because you've got Taylor Decker here, who's, you know, annually one of the top 10 tackles in football as well. Uh, you know, you've got Frank Ragnall center. But, but Penne, I think, is a guy who is headed towards superstardom. And I think there's going to be conversation sooner rather than later about him being the best tackle in football, right or left.
0: the offense, fourth in yards, fifth in points last season. Are you surprised that coordinator Ben Johnson stayed and did not take a head coaching job?
1: Yeah, a little bit, but credit to him. Look, I had him on my podcast right after he made that decision, and and he told me, look, I I didn't feel like I was ready yet. Um, You know, I, I still have some unfinished business to do here. Uh, I was an offensive coordinator for essentially one year. Um, you know, I think I continue to learn from Dan. I love the situation here in Detroit. I love the offense. I think we're going to be good. He mentioned the offensive line as being, you know, something, you know, fun to come back to, but look, credit to him. You know, sometimes guys, you know, there's only 32 of those jobs. And sometimes, you know, they don't come around often and, and, and guys jump at them. But if you take a bad, bad one or you're not ready for it, it might not come around again. So credit to, to Ben for being like, hey, I just don't think it's my time yet. I I, want to keep getting better um, as an offensive coordinator, as a coach, learn under Dan um, and how he's running this thing and building this thing, how he's turned things around so quickly. Um, And, you know, kudos to him. And and certainly Detroit Lions fans and every player on, on that side of the ball is really happy that he made that decision because I think he's one of the bright young minds of football.
0: What specifically stands out to you that he's done to make this offense better and get the most out of the personnel?
1: Yeah, you know, I think he's just really creative in the way he designs plays. I I think, first off, I thought he was really, really smart when when he was named the offensive coordinator and he built this offense. He brought in Jared Goff, and they built it together. It wasn't, you know, hey, Jared, here are the concepts that I like. This is what we're going to do. Adapt. It was, hey, Jared, what do you like to do? What do you do well? Let's build this thing around what our quarterback does well and likes to do, and I think we'll have some success that way. So credit to him. But I think also he's just really, really creative in the way he designs um, plays um, and the way he comes back to a formation but gives a different look. I think the Jets game is a perfect example. You know, that play with Brock Wright, the 49-yard or 51-yard touchdown right there in the last minute that won the game, he ran that play in the first quarter. Same formation. And he watched the linebackers, you know, stuck out to the flat on the other side. And so he called the same formation, saw the same defense, but this time went back to Brock Wright, the tight end on the backside, leaking out. And so I think that's where the creative nature is. It's, you know, he kind of just sat on that, waited till he saw it again, and then, boom, you know, reacted to what the defense did. And I think we see that time and time and time again. And obviously it's, it's a fun, creative, getting Penny soul passes for a key first down against the Vikings and, and, you know, utilizing some trick plays and some fun stuff. But I think just overall he's, he's really, really one of the, the top young creative offensive
0: minds. Tim, 20, man of, the, uh, of DetroitLions.com, curling the sports zone. Okay, on to the, quote, skill players. Uh, you mentioned Goff, 29 touchdowns, seven picks last year. Might he get a contract extension? Well, he's got
1: two years left. I think this is obviously a big year for him. Uh, you know, I think one of the key stats there, too, is 324. Wow, that's how many passes he's thrown without uh, throwing an interception. You know, I think that's where Jared's really evolved his game. Um, he's taking care of the football, and that's allowing this offense to, to kind of roll. I think, um, I think you know, he's got two years left on his deal. I think if he plays um, anywhere close to where he played, how he played last year, excuse me, you know, I think that that extension will get done. Now, they obviously drafted Hennon Hooker um, in the third round, but he's still dealing with the ACL. They haven't really been able to see what um what he can do yet but if jared you know plays good football and this team wins games is in a position to to win the north and goes to the playoffs i would certainly expect um jared golf to have a contract extension I, th- I think so many people maybe forget that that jared's 28 you know we're not talking about yeah. a 32 a 33 year old quarterback here who's maybe on the tail end jared golf has played a lot of football in this league and he's still only 28 years old so he's got a long future. If he plays anywhere close to where he did last year, I think he'll be in Detroit for a long time.
0: The running running back combination from last year was Jamal Williams and DeAndre Swift. They're gone, Uh, replaced by David Montgomery and 12th overall pick. Uh, Jameer Gibbs, um, is the new combo an upgrade? Yeah, you know, credit
1: DeAndre and, and Jamal. I mean, you know, Detroit ran for, you know, those guys ran for over 1,800 yards and 23 touchdowns last year, you know? Um, So it it was good, but I think when Detroit watched the film and when Ben Johnson watched the film, I think the one thing you saw in the run game was um, big play opportunities that that didn't come about, whether it was maybe Jamal not being able to hit that hole just a second faster or DeAndre, you know, not seeing something or or following a block. You know, I think they marked a bunch of plays where they're like, wow, that eight-yard play could have been a 30-yard play or a 60-yard play, and I think that's what they'll get out of Montgomery and Gibbs is probably a little bit more explosiveness in the run game, and I think they'll still have to figure out if they can get, um, you know, some of the tough yards that Jamal was able to get last year, all those touchdowns in the red zone near the goal line. You know, they hope David could give them that, but I think what they, what they are getting is a little more explosion, a little more big play potential from that run game.
0: How much does Jamison Williams, who's suspended for the first six games of this season, how, how much does that change your outlook, expectations for the offense here? I mean, not a ton.
1: I mean, you know, he's got rare speed. I mean, you know, we have to mention that. And I think defenses will play Detroit a little bit different when he's on the field just because of that world-class speed. I mean, he is a legit four, two guy and it just looks different. Bob, when you watch him live, it's, it's just different. And then Jared has said the same thing that it was one of the harder guys to kind of get on the same page with just because of the sheer speed and the way he comes out of breaks and how much farther you have to throw the ball in front of him. And you've got to throw it on the deep ball before even gets open or you're going to underthrow him. I mean, he's that fast. Um, so you're going to miss that part of it. But, but look, you've still got Amon Ross St. Brown, who really is the number one guy here, over 100 catches, over 1,000 yards, a pro Bowler last year. Everything really goes through him first in the passing game. So, look, they're going to miss j I, I, I Certainly they're going to miss, you know, the, the way defenses are going to have to play, you know, differently when j on the field. But, you know, with Sam Laporta and the running backs that we talked about and some of the other, you know, weapons at receiver – now, um, they're going to miss J-Mo, obviously, but I don't think it's going to be as huge as maybe some people think. She'll, they welcome him back week seven, but they will be just fine, I think, for the first six weeks without him.
0: Marvin Jones is back. I don't know if he, he's kind of an older dude now. Can he still get those jump balls he used to get all the time? But uh, And also they drafted Iowa tight end Sam Laporta. How do those guys fit in?
1: Yeah, Sam Laporta is the number one tight end right away. Um, he's been really, really impressive, you know. And look, that's a tough position for rookies to come in and, and, and be successful yeah. at right away. I think it's the second hardest position outside of quarterback to play in the NFL just because you're learning three different positions. You've got to know the run fits and the protections and just everything that goes along with playing up front. So, um, but I will say this he's looked the part. Um, he's already stepped in, been their most consistent guy. I think he's building a nice rapport with Jared Goff, and um, he's going to get an opportunity to play. Um, very early and a lot, and I think he's going to be productive. And then with Marv, look, I don't think Marv ages. I think he found the fountain of youth somewhere or something because he looks exactly the same as he did when he was here, you know, five years ago. And then, um, you know, he's still, you know, one of those good 50 50 kind of guy, you know, yeah. pass catchers, a guy that can go up, get um, the football in traffic. Um, he's shown a little bit of that too. But again, just, just another veteran guy. Um, that, that Jared Trust Khalif Raymond is another guy. had 47 catches left last year for over 600 yards. Some of those key third downs down the stretch, they just, you know, they've got a lot of guys like that. Josh Reynolds is another guy, kind of a veteran guy. The guy's not going to go out there and get, you know, 75 catches and 1,000 yards, but they're going to make plays, and Jared trusts them, and they can spread the ball around. They've got um, different skill sets in that receiver room, and so I think it just kind of all fits together nicely.
0: Talking with that Tim 20 man of uh, DetroitLions.com. Okay, so those are all great things, it appears, really good things on offense. The defense, uh, we're required to talk about the defense here. Last year they allowed the most yards in the league, 28th and points allowed. They have added a lot here. C.J. John, Gardner-Johnson, the anchor in the secondary. They drafted Jack Campbell out of uh, Iowa, the linebacker. How much better do you think this defense can be this season?
1: Yeah, Brian Branch is another one. Um, they got in the second round that he's already yeah. making a quick yeah. impact, too. So when you talk about young guys, they've added. But, yeah, you know, they added also they added Cam Sutton, um, a veteran cornerback who's been a starter in Pittsburgh last few years, and, and Emmanuel Mosley who started for San Francisco at cornerback last year before he got hurt. Um, so, yeah, they, they, it, it's really a new-look defense. You know, I think the biggest thing is going to be, you know, um, how they play up front? You know, Ali McNeil has lost thirteen percent of body fat and twenty-two pounds, and, and he looks much quicker. And like Aiden Hutchinson, we saw what he did as a rookie with nine and a half sacks and three interceptions. You know, he's gotten considerably stronger, and and he's looked really good. And then Kirby Joseph with with four interceptions. You know, they played a lot of young guys on defense, and look, they took some lumps, but I think they're going to benefit from that in the long run of of guys young guys who got a lot of snaps who now maybe the game's slowing down for them a little bit and look you've you read the stats off off the top the defense is what it is but yeah i think you look at the first eight games of the season they were allowing over 32 points per game that was last in the nfl over that stretch where they finished eight and two that defense played much better they allowed only 20.1 points per game that was 11th best in the nfl and so you okay. see with how good the offense is if they can just be marginally marginally better on defense if they can be you know a team that's in the teens defensively boy bob this football team is going to be so much better because the offense is is what it is i, I think they have a chance to maybe even better and then if that defense is better too oh boy it's going to be a dangerous football team i think
0: Okay, let me throw in the special teams here, too. They were much improved last season. What are the expectations from that group this year?
1: Yeah, kicker competition. You know, Jack Fox is one of the best punters um, in the league. Got an extension uh, last year and, 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 you know, obviously, you know, one of, one of the best ones in the game. Um, cover-wise, they're good, but it, it, the kicker battle is really the biggest thing with special teams between um, um, Parker Romo, who last played in the XFL but has a huge leg. And then Riley Patterson, um, who played in Jacksonville last year, lost actually the job here in Detroit out of camp to to Austin Siebert, uh, but went to Jacksonville, kicked made 30 out of 35 field goals, including a game winner in the last second there in the playoffs to to help the Jags. Um, They moved on from him, so he's back in camp. So, look, it's a good battle between him and Parker Romo, so that's probably the biggest thing with the special teams is just seeing who will be the kicker um, in 2023.
0: Okay, so let's assume the Lions win the division, who is most likely to make a run at them? Oof.
1: You know, I I I feel, even without, you know, the quarterback situation, I, I you know, Green Bay still has some young weapons offensively. Um that defense I really do like, and, you know, I think in the end it'll still be Green Bay, um if 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 Love can um you know, just manage the offense, not turn it over, um you know, keep things moving. I think defensively, you know, they're one of the better teams in the NFC. And so, you know, I think when it comes down to it, I think it'll still be kind of Detroit and Green Bay right there in the end.
0: Okay, so the 2023 Lions, the consensus win total is nine. Uh, I'm sensing over nine wins here from you.
1: Yeah, and you know, I think I think there'd be some disappointment in Allen Park if this wasn't at least a 10 win football team, and and you're talking about really meaningful games at the end of December that could, um, you know, mean a division title. Um, I think 10 11 is probably internally the expectations here, just with what they have in the landscape of the division.
0: Tim, great talking to you all the time. Um, dude, I think we both know it's it's really painful to watch some not good teams. So I'm happy for yes, you. that It, it looks like you're going, be watching, you're going to be watching a really good team. I'm going to be watching a team. I'm going to be covering a team that does not favor to win any game this season of their 17. So hey, I've uh, been so,
1: there. And, you know, you guys had a run there, yeah. and you know, sometimes yeah. you've got to kind of got reload, and that happens in the NFL. I've, I've been there, it certainly, is. Bob.
0: It is a painful experience. Okay, Tim, I
1: appreciate it. Have fun. Thanks. All right, have a good one.